You're stupid suicide. You're stupid suicide. You'll never live. You'll never die. You're stupid suicide. Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute podcast. The podcast that analyzes the Savage Steve Holland classic, Better Off Dead, one classy minute at a time. I'm Curtis Blaze from thesacknews.com. And I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Today we are molding and patting our way through Minute 55, which begins with Lane learning about an important piece of his pig burger uniform, and ends with Lane left alone to begin his work. Curtis, what went down in this minute? I fell for a girl with a port wine stain, Jason. In the last minute, Lane failed his pig burger brain test by pushing instead of patting. Yeah, because if you push, but you should have patted, you're going to have a bad time. You ain't got a brain. <laughs> uh, this minute ends as Lane tears off his pig hat and tosses it behind him. Pig mask. The hat becomes a pig mask. With googly eyes. With googly eyes, as we discovered. And you must wear it with pride. It almost, it, it's like something a dominatrix would like make you put on your head. You know, to put you in your place. I don't know if that's very far off. But, I mean, then it would be accompanied by a uh, tail. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not taped on. <laughs> if we're going down the road that you're, you're talking about. Why are we going down that road, Jason? <laughs> this this says more this says more about you than the movie. Let's talk about that for a second. How did, how did a foam uh, pig hat turn into a dominatrix scenario? I have no earthly idea. This is just how my brain works. Are you dating lately? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens when you fail your, your pig burger brain test. I like the way that, you know, Rocco gestures to the to the poster that says everybody wants some and, and tells me he's got to wear that hat with pride. I tried so hard to find the pinup model that uh, is in this poster. I looked for hours. I combed through thousands of images. Nothing. I could not find her. Hmm. Did you happen to also do that search? Nope. <laughs> but I wondered, as, I wondered like you did, who it was. Yeah. I couldn't find a name. I could not locate her. She's not in the credits. She's not in any of the background stuff. If anybody out there listening to this was on the movie and know who that woman is, we'd love to, we'd love to be able to put a name to a face. Or a leg as the case may be. <laughs> the most disgusting thing that happens in the movie is next. I I can't even imagine. Okay, first of all, okay, he's cleaning off his dentures in the coffee. <laughs> Which, I don't know, I guess there's some validity to that. You know, rinsing out particles. <laughs> but, what what is the thing? Like, he appears to get hurt. Like, someone, like, his dentures suddenly are hurting him. That seems pretty contrived to me. What? What's going on there? Yeah, he acts like they're like cramping his mouth or something, or he's got something lodged in there. He's all, <laughs> doubles over in pain, tears his dentures out of his mouth. Maybe, uh, maybe he uh, instead of like denture cream, had like super glue or something. Then how would he get his teeth? Well, how would he get his dentures out of his mouth? Very painful. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about pride in class. Pride and dip, dip, dip class. <laughs> oh, man. just This guy is unsettling to me. <laughs> he doesn't make a single move that doesn't make me feel revulsion. 
Yeah, he's, he's actually more repugnant than Porky. He kind of is. Porky was just kind of a mean businessman. Yeah. This guy is actually gross. Yeah. Yeah, Porky basically ran a floating brothel, but yet Rocco is still skeevier. Porky's was floating? Wait a minute. Porky's was floating? Yeah, the riverboat. No, wait, wait. It was a riverboat? In one of the movies, yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, well, Porky's 2 the next day. Yeah. Then it was a riverboat. That was a riverboat. Yeah. Porky's 1 was a shack out in the middle of the swamp. But I remember people falling out the back end of the water. Yeah. They got thrown out, right? Yeah. They were like, they had it like a trap door. Because he doesn't like Jewish people. <laughs> That's right. A trap door. That's right. Oh, my God. i got to see that movie again. So we, we've had this discussion the last couple of days. If New Year's Eve was Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, right. and he's going to work on Thursday morning, does that mean he has Friday off? Lane now I'm talking about. Does yeah. that mean the Lane has Friday off? Because uh, Rocco has just told him, just given him the keys, and told him that he has to unlock the unlock the place on Saturday morning and mop up and clean up. So he's getting the keys presumably on Thursday. This makes an argument for uh, New Year's Eve being some other day other than Wednesday, 1985. This might mean that New Year's Eve is 1984. <laughs> We've just gone back in time. Oh, i got to go check now. <laughs> I must know what day it is. Why does this movie taunt me? <laughs> this makes sense if New Year's Eve was 1987 to 1988. If they were filming, but they were doing a futuristic piece. <laughs> the near future. The near future. In the near future. In of 1987. In the not-too-distant future, future of 1987. <laughs> because New Year's Eve is on Thursday night. Lane wakes up Friday morning, goes to work, and gets the keys that day so that he can open up and sweep the place on Saturday. That all makes sense? Hmm. Can you imagine starting a job on your on your winter break? That would suck, right? Yeah. You're going back to school in a couple of days, and you've started working. Well... And he, like I said, maybe he has to work to uh, work off the damage to the truck. <laughs> what happens next, Jason? What's the next thing in the movie? Well, uh, Lane attempts to go wash his hands so he can safely handle the food, but he's told to do that on his own time. You wash your hands on your own time! <laughs> repugnant. He is repugnant. <laughs> but I also know this. Back in the 80s, there wasn't that much attention to hand-washing and, and being careful. The signs were up, but no one really took it that seriously. We weren't big germophobes until the middle of the 90s. Right. There's no Purell back then. At least I don't think so. Lane is left at the end of this minute just miserable. He's just sitting there. Rocco leaves. He throws his hat behind him. It's going to be a miserable afternoon where nothing happens. I predict the next two minutes are just going to be Lane sitting there quietly, doing nothing. Thinking, what have I gotten myself? Just like, just like me in real life in 1993, <laughs> when I worked at McDonald's for one week. What's the worst job you ever had? Huh. Oh God, is the answer going to be the one you have now? Because <laughs> I'd like, I hate to think that you've been doing the worst job you've ever had for the last 20 years. Nah, no. Nah. I think everybody's worst job is when they're young. You know, maybe it isn't really, but it just seems that way. What was yours? Well, <laughs> you're not about to bust out like jizz mopper at the adult bookstore. Are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, thank God. No, it's just, just a series of jobs for the most part. 
What about you? Well, I don't know. Probably like bagging feed for the local mill. That really sucked. Hmm. That was hot and heavy, and you had to move really fast. And feed dust. And feed dust. It. You just went home sneezing up and tasting like whatever you were bagging, whether it was fish meal oh. or uh, soybean or whatever medicine was in there. Because we didn't use any dust masks. We just breathed it all in. All the antibiotics, everything, just blam. Wow. <laughs> well, this has been a depressing show. <laughs> Not really much happens, but uh, I, I have a feeling the next couple of episodes are going to be interesting. <laughs> you got anything else for this episode? Just thinking of a joke that I should have said at the beginning of the show, but that the moment has passed. That train is set. Well, you can say it now, and then it will just contribute to the awkwardness of this show. <laughs> and then we can have it all out in one place. Because Lord knows we need more awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, don't say it. I don't care. <laughs> Rocco is mean. Okay? There's my contribution. <laughs> Rocco is mean. And I don't like him. What's my contribution? I'm a dirty little piggy. <laughs> the Better Off Dead Minute podcast is a fan project by me, Curtis Blaze, and that other guy, Jason Hummel. The movie Better Off Dead was created by Savage Steve Holland and presented by Warner Brothers in association with A&M Films. The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is produced and edited by Curtis Blaze. Our opening music, Suicide for You, is by Skatrid. You can follow the Better Off Dead Minute on Twitter at BOD Minute and on our Facebook group, the Better Off Dead Minute Crisis Support Service, and at betteroffdeadminute.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Hey, we want to thank the Star Wars Minute guys for graciously allowing us to steal their format. If you would like to listen to other Movies by Minute podcasts, and why wouldn't you? Because you're here, and if you're here, there's better movies out there that you could be watching, too. And judging by today's episode, if you made it all the way through, better lives. You can check all that out at MoviesByMinutes.com. Don't forget the S's. MoviesByMinutes.com. Join us the next time for the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast Minute 56. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.